Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the holidays. At the time of this recording, we are entering the holiday season. Um, it's always interesting this time of year because even something as simple as saying happy holidays is a big thing. If you ever notice how people don't even say like Merry Christmas anymore, it's like happy holidays. But I think one of the reasons why this time of year is kind of weird is because you really don't know what to expect because things literally change from year to year. Um, And I guess it's because also we get older and, you know, you don't necessarily have the same traditions or thoughts or values that we had once before. But nonetheless, you know, things change. I mean, let's let's just keep it real. At the time of this recording, we're headed toward towards Christmas. Um, and com- it's commercialized. <laughs> I mean, let, I, let's 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 just address the elephant in the room. I mean, but you could say that about most holidays is very commercialized. Uh, Christmas being more commercialized than anything else because um, people see it as a time to make a profit, and rightfully so. I get it. I mean, I I, I understand business. Uh, At the same time, things, you know, have changed a whole lot um, to the point where I'll give you that. I'll give you an example. Right. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. It is my favorite holiday of all time. It's a time where you get with family, you eat well, you, you you know, can drink. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, And, you know, you, you, you break bread with family and friends and you just have a good time. But you really can't even enjoy Thanksgiving because of the commercialization of Christmas, because now, you know, Thanksgiving is almost forgotten. Um, And and the reason why why I say that is because, like, at the time of this recording, uh, just a few weeks ago, people celebrated Halloween. I don't celebrate Halloween, but people were celebrating Halloween. And it seems like immediately after Halloween was over, November 1st. You started seeing Christmas decorations in stores. Hell, I even saw where people had put up their Christmas lights as early as November 2nd around my way. I mean, that's a bit much. November 2nd, really? I mean, like, how long is it that you're going to have your Christmas lights up? And so, again, you know, you have your Christmas lights up and we haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet. So... The buildup around Christmas is just, you know, it's crazy. Um, One of the things, at least for me growing up, uh, that would kind of signify that Christmas was coming was obviously, you know, the change in weather. You know, you get into the Christmas spirit, if you will, and you're listening to music, Um, the Christmas songs that got played on the radio. But, you know, it was... uh, it, it it was something. It was something to behold. I mean, nowadays it's just like you. It's like a. It's almost like a rolling holiday. Like you roll from uh, Halloween right into Christmas. Um, and again, Thanksgiving gets bypassed. I remember at one point in time where uh, Black Friday 
literally was Black Friday. <laughs> like people went out and you know decided to hit the stores dumb early, like six o'clock in the morning and, you know, buy stuff and everything like that. And that's changed over a period of time. I remember even going uh, this was years ago. I went Black Friday shopping with my wife, and I vowed to never do that again. Because <laughs> I mean, like I, we're in this, we're at this place, and you know, people are pushing and shoving, and I'm like, bro, it ain't. I'm not about to fight you over no spot, right? And I just didn't see the purpose in going, getting up at 4 a.m. to get to a store by six, and you're there, and it's cold outside, and everybody's waiting, and you know, I guess it's the you know, for shoppers, it's, it's the value of getting, quote unquote, a good deal. But what the hell is a good deal? I mean, most items are marked up anyway. So, you yeah, you're getting a sale. But what is a sale? I mean, but that's that's just me and my marketing, <laughs> my marketing mind. Um, nonetheless, I mean, again, Black Friday really has changed because Black Friday is no longer Black Friday. It's like Brown Thursday. <laughs> I mean, like they're literally stores who are so eager to jump into the, um, you know, in, into the revenue arena that, you know, they cut into Thanksgiving time. So you will have some stores that will literally open uh, for business at like five o'clock on Thursday on Thanksgiving Thursday. Right. And so, you know, I, retailers are in it to make a buck. And I get it. You know, but at the same time, as technology has advanced. You know, what's the difference in going and standing at Best Buy or, you know, being able to purchase stuff online? Personally, I would rather do it online, but, you know, I get why some people would like to shop because some people like to shop. I'm not a shopper. I mean, I think I've made <laughs> I've made it pretty clear a couple of times on this podcast. Like, I don't like malls. When I go to the mall, I'm in the mall no more than an hour. I'm in and out. So the idea of me actually going somewhere and shopping for a long period of time is just ludicrous to me. But hey, um, nonetheless, I mean, Christmas, it's a great holiday. I mean, you know, people have their own different reasons and um, I guess ideas about why, how and why they celebrate Christmas. And, you know, to each his own. For me, um, you know, it's Christmas isn't what it used to be because I'm not, you know, 10, <laughs> you know, Christmas was really, really dope <clears throat> when I was 10, but I'm not. And, you know, now that I'm married and have kids, uh, you know, it's, and it's interesting in my house because uh, we have three sons and a daughter and our three sons at the time of this recording ages are 20, 17, and the youngest son is about to turn 13. And our daughter, Skylar, is nine, right? So we have a situation. I'm sorry, eight. She just turned eight. My bad. Um, we have a situation where we have one person that still believes in Santa Claus in the house. And everybody else doesn't. <laughs> so we have to make sure that we keep up the idea of Santa. So we do the whole, you know, laying out the cookies and milk the night before and all of that good stuff. And, you know, while I think that's kind of crazy, you know, you know, they just don't. I mean, it, it, we'll, we'll keep this going until, you know, she, you know, figures it, <laughs> figures it out. I mean, like I was probably like eight years old and I realized, you know, Santa didn't come down my chimney because I lived in the projects at eight. 
<laughs> like so there was no chimney for him to come down and he wasn't coming in our neighborhood so um and plus i saw that my mom had a bike in like the closet so <laughs> so that's when i quickly realized that santa didn't exist um but like i said man it's it's just it's different i mean you know things change and I don't necessarily see it the same way that I did when I was younger, but, you know, I get it, but it's still commercialized. Um, and this podcast isn't to, you know, you know, crap on that. It's the idea of it all. It's just I think people get lost in that. Um, another big thing about the holidays, being able to spend time with your friends and your family. Um, now, this is always interesting because. There are quite a few people, maybe some of you listening, that really don't want to be with your family. <laughs> you really don't want to be with your family during the holidays. Um, and uh, it, it's kind of like my old, uh, my late Uncle Sonny, God rest his soul. He used to always say this, this line. He'd say, hey, I don't want to make you happy twice. Happy to see me come. And happy to see me leave. <laughs> and I think really for, for some people, family is just like that. Like you're happy to see them initially. And then after you've been around them for about 10, 15, 20 minutes, you're ready for them to go. Um, family is the people that know you the best. So, you know, obviously they're the ones that can, you know, um, you know, affect you a little bit more than the average Joe on the street. Um, but I, I always find that that dynamic interesting. Like for me, I'm we're. My family will we are and always have been very family oriented. So and that was one of the reasons why I really love Thanksgiving coming up, because we always got a chance to see the cousins that we didn't you know, necessarily see all the time or, you know, spend time with family that, you know, we didn't see on the regular. Uh, my uncle played in the NFL. So Thanksgiving was the one time of the year that I knew I could see him um, and things like that. So that was always really, really dope. And we would always go to New Jersey for Thanksgiving. That was cool for me. Um, and so as I've gotten older, you know, I've got my own family. We have our own tradition here as well. And it's interesting because like uh, it's been a minute since I like when I think about like me and my brother, my brother's three years younger than me. Um, it's been a minute since we've actually had Thanksgiving dinner together uh, with our families. And, and it's not anything wrong with that but it's just like he has this tradition we have ours and so forth and so on um but i think you know sometimes when you get around family like i love being around my family uh i know some people who really don't <laughs> and uh it also gets kind of dicey when you involve you know other families in-laws things of that nature um because everybody don't get along <laughs> everybody don't get along so it's funny because i was talking to one of my co-workers the other day and she said that you know she was dreading thanksgiving because she was gonna have to go to her father-in-law's house and her father-in-law literally sits at the table and if there's something that's not on her plate he will like get a spoonful so like let's say i don't know let's say apple pie right let's say she's sitting there and she doesn't have any apple pie. And he, he would say like, hey, you should try this apple pie. And he would dig into the pie, cut a piece of the pie and try to literally spoon feed her in the mouth. A grown ass woman, you're trying to feed your apple pie. Right. I mean, like who does that? But she said, you know, he does stuff like that. And it just really irks her. And she said she was really, really dreading 
um, you know, going to their house for Thanksgiving. And she just told me, she said straight up, she was like, look, I'm going to be drinking and I'm going to drink and drink and drink. And she's like, my husband's driving. So she's like, I'm going to be lit by the time we get there because I don't want to. I need something to kind of divert my attention. And, you know, so I won't be on 10. And I cautioned her. (laughs) And the reason why I said that is because like liquor and family at a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. That ain't always the best move. (laughs) Because, you know, I always say, man, liquor is the truth serum, right? You get someone drinking a whole bunch of liquor and they're going to tell you how they really, really feel. Uh, They may say things that may embarrass themselves. They may say things that may embarrass you. You know, you don't want them to bring up the time that you peed in the bed in the fourth grade. (laughs) I mean, hey, it is what it is. So, you know, people have their own, you know, ideas as far as like uh, consuming liquor. I would advise, you know, manage your liquor consumption around family because whatever you're frustrated about or you're upset about with your family, once you start drinking, it just might come out. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, there's going to be a time for some of you. There may be a time where you look down at your plate and you decide to take a picture of the food that you're about to eat. When that happens, don't do it. Do not take a picture of your food on that paper plate. One, I'm judging you for <laughs> for eating off a paper plate. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other people will be judging you too and they may not ever comment on your IG, but they see it. Nonetheless, um yeah, man, don't do that. And the reason being is because nobody wants to look at your struggle plate. To you, it's macaroni and cheese. But to us, we're looking at it like, what the hell is this shit you're eating? That shit's not cool, man, for real. And we see it every year, man. And I, and I have to put out this PSA every year. Don't take pictures of the food that you're about to eat. I personally, I'm not a fan of taking pictures of food, um, period, period. Uh, I don't think I've ever met. I, I, I can't remember ever posting a picture of food on IG or Facebook or Twitter. Um, you know, now, if you're in a restaurant and that's what you choose to do. OK, cool. I'm, that's cool. But more often than not, your sweet potato pie isn't going to look the same. And I don't care how many angles you take a picture at uh, and mac and cheese. And I mean, like it's stuff that just looks horrible. And every year somebody gets flamed on social media for their struggle plate um and i would also advise you particularly those of you who you know like to watch tv uh keep an eye on the food (laughs) your job is to cook the food you can't be on twitter and cooking at the same time because you just might burn something and nobody wants to see your burned plate of food um so yeah, don't don't do that. That's a part of the holiday season. It's something that's become very vogue over these last few years, but it's not a good look, I'm telling you. And a lot of people won't tell you, but I'm going to tell you because I care. And I'm also tired of seeing that shit. <laughs> um what else? Oh, oh, PSA. Do not 
I repeat, do not go to your company holiday party. Uh, if you work for a company, if you work in corporate America or you work for, you know, John Brown up the street, do not go to your company holiday party. And the reason being is that at most holiday parties, alcohol is being served. Very few people like their co-workers that much to be around them when they don't necessarily have to be. Um, I'm cool with my co-workers, but like my current co-workers, like they're not friends. I mean, they're co-workers. They're cool. And, you know, we get along well at work and everything like that. But, you know, when five o'clock comes, they go their way. I go mine. I don't hang out with them or kick it with, kick it with them like that on that level. Um, I've been at places where I did and that was cool. But I wouldn't suggest going to holiday parties. It's never a good look when you're with your co-workers at a holiday party and liquor is involved. And I, f- I found more often than not, people who go to company holiday parties tend to do the same thing. Talk about work. Like, when I ain't at work, I don't want to talk about work. If you ask me a question, I'll answer it. But I'm not going to talk about work because I don't want to talk about work. And I, I would have this. I would this would happen uh, frequently to me um, in the past when I would go to lunch with some of my coworkers. We'd go to lunch and we'd be going for an hour and a half or so. And they'd be wanting to talk about work. I'm not bro. We, we just left there. Trust me, the work is going to be there when we get back. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about me and you. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about anything. I don't want to talk about work. But um, company holiday parties, nah, it's not a good look. I would not advise going to them. I haven't gone to a company holiday party probably in about 15 years. And every year something comes up and they're, they're like, hey, Kyle, are you going? Nope. Why not? Not going. <laughs> I've been at some companies where I've come up with an excuse. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Uh, But like current company that I work for. And like, again, everybody's cool and I like the company. But when they ask me, was I going? Nope, not going to do it. Just not. And I mean, like, again, I don't and I I work for a huge company now. And so it's I don't want to be around all of those people. And I, I don't know a lot of people at the company anyway. So it. I'm not. And then I'm antisocial. <laughs> I got a podcast, but I'm antisocial. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I would suggest not going to your office company party. Um, but that's type of things that happens during the holiday season. Should you decide to go proceed with caution? Um, obviously, another thing that's big during the holiday season is the exchange of Christmas gifts. Um, that is usually hit or miss. The reason being is that sometimes you have people who are, uh, (laughs) how can I say this? Walking around looking for a specific gift. And when they don't get that gift, they are mad as hell. Um, I know I, I, I would always go into Christmas, not expecting anything. Uh, as a father, <laughs> I'm usually not getting much anyway, but, uh, you know, even as a kid, I, I didn't go in expecting much. 
the best gift that I ever got as a kid when I was uh, during Christmas time was the Atari 2600. That was the dopest Christmas gift in the world. I, I could only imagine what it's like now for a kid to get a a PS4 or you know Xbox, whatever the whatever the gaming system is now. But um, yeah, man, for me it was the Atari 2600 hands down. I think that was like 1982, so I was like 10, and that was the dopest gift ever. I mean, it would there will never be anything to surpass that. And I, I think nowadays it's like. Um, and I, I guess this is just how I see it as a father, but Christmas is all the time because like, at least for me and my kids, they're always asking for stuff and I'm always buying stuff. So, you know, it's like for me to buy you, you know, five pairs of jeans, you know, that's, that's nothing. You get five pair of jeans, any other, I mean, you can get five pair of jeans on a Wednesday. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you can ask for a new iPhone you've gotten a new iphone right so it's like the value in christmas i mean maybe i don't see you know christmas the same because again i'm older now uh and and obviously i don't see it the same way my kids do and maybe you guys may see it differently because maybe some of you may be a little bit younger um but no as you're when you become an adult and you're actually buying christmas gifts for friends and family and kids no you don't see it the same i mean you just don't but um yeah, that was that was the best Christmas gift I ever got. Uh, the worst Christmas gift that I ever got, uh, hands down. And I, I love my aunt to death, my aunt Ruth. <sighs> she bought me a purple turtleneck sweater. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. That had to be the ugliest purple turtleneck sweater in the history of man. I mean, first of all, like I'm not, I'm not tall, right? So I'm not, so I'm five, seven and I've been five, seven probably for, you know, a long time. And so even when I was young and I I must've been in like, I don't know, I wasn't five, seven at the time, but I was like, I might've been in like 10th grade. Turtlenecks to me look better on taller men, like it looks funny to see a short dude with a turtleneck on, right? And so I don't know why she got me a turtleneck sweater for Christmas. And then it was a purple turtleneck. Now I can appreciate purple because that was my high school color. Um, shout out to Wilson High School. But nah man, I mean a purple turtleneck. That that <laughs> that wasn't the look. I'm sorry, it just wasn't the look. So, uh, yeah, that, that was the worst gift, worst Christmas gift that I ever got. I'm pretty sure I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I never wore that turtleneck. And I'm pretty sure that it's somewhere at my mom's house right now in a drawer or in a box somewhere. (laughs) But I love my Ruth to death. Shout out to her. But, uh, yeah, I would never, ever buy any of you a purple turtleneck sweater. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's the gift giving season. I would advise people to, you know, just remember if you're going to give gifts, you know, what's the reason for the season, as they say. But it's really in the thought that counts. Uh, I found over the years that probably the hardest people, at least for me to shop for, is my wife and my mom Um, because they got damn near everything. (laughs) They do. I mean, like. We have a we have a walk in closet, a huge walk in closet. 
and there's so many shoes in boxes it's little and i'm like look i'm like bruh you have two feet there's no reason for 150 boxes in this in this closet but nonetheless that's what it is um same for my mom mad clothes mad stuff in her house like i don't know what to get them each year i mean every year it's a scramble and it doesn't help that i normally don't start christmas shopping until around december 23rd give or take (laughs) so when you see me around atlanta or if you hit me up on social media ask me have i gotten my christmas shopping done yet Normally, the answer is no, I haven't started yet. And every year I tell myself I'm not going to wait until the last minute. And I usually don't go out until December 23rd. Um, And it's funny because I remember I went out last year. I went out Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. And man, I saw mad dude. I walked past the the, uh, uh, what's the joint? The um, jewelry store. And I saw mad dudes and there were scrunched up faces. And you can see the pressure was on them because they had to buy those engagement rings. And I was like, yo, you look mad frustrated. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and that was because, you know, those young ladies probably had those expectations that they were getting an engagement ring on Christmas, uh, you know, on Christmas Day. Um, fellas, don't do like that. Be like me. I, I was I was gangster with mine. I, I, she ain't get no engagement ring on Christmas. She got it on, on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it surprised her though it surprised her because she didn't she thought that she wasn't getting a ring so but nonetheless uh it's, it's the thought that counts put some thought into anybody can give somebody a gift card put some thought into it uh as you're getting gifts uh give and give with the expectation not to get anything in return I think a lot of times people you know it's particularly during the holidays uh you know they want to uh you know be concerned about what it is that they're getting in return give and don't you know don't worry about what you're getting in return um another thing during the holidays and i mentioned this a little earlier uh you know it's holiday season when you hear christmas music uh you turn on the radio and you hear christmas music now for me i literally and truly believe that there's probably about 25 christmas songs that's it like there's really like <laughs> there's really not a lot of christmas songs there's there's 25 christmas songs and then you've got probably a gazillion people doing their own versions of the songs and that's why we have so many christmas songs but theoretically there's only like 25 maybe 30 christmas songs original songs and then everything i mean like silent night is just it's silent night but i mean Christmas ain't Christmas, at least for me, until I hear the Temptations version of Silent Night, right? Um, like my three favorite Christmas songs of all time, uh, Christmas in Hollis, Run DMC. It's a dope jam, dope jam. Um, this Christmas by Donny Hathaway and Silent Night by the Temptations. Uh, that's it, man. I mean, like it, it doesn't get any better than no, at least to me, it doesn't get any better than those three songs. Um, but again, I, I think there's probably about 25, maybe 30 at the most Christmas songs. Everybody else just made their versions. And that's why we got like a gazillion Christmas songs. If you don't believe me, count them up yourself. <laughs> and last but not least, man. Um, and I say, I know I've said a lot of funny things on this podcast, but on a serious note, uh, 
you know, enjoy the holidays. Enjoy them as best you can because uh, honestly, one of the most toughest things that I've learned this, you know, particularly like when I lost my uncle Sonny, or I lost my uncle Ronnie. Um, one of the toughest things is is being at you know around family and friends, and then you're reminded of that family or friend that is no longer with us. And I think what I would hope is that each of you take some time to you know say a quick prayer for those who have lost a loved one because that makes the holidays that much tougher to get through. Um, I know some people that lost some people this year and um, you know and that's not easy. It's not easy at all, you know, especially if you lost them suddenly. And even if you didn't lose them suddenly, it's still it's a tough pill to swallow when you're, you know, you go to set that plate or you're just used to seeing that person at that function and they're no longer there. So keep those people in mind because, you know, that's the thing that, you know, where our spirit of giving and our spirit of caring should really be outpouring for those who, you know, who are missing a loved one or, or a friend or family member. Um, so keep those people in mind. But, um, holiday season man there's only but so much that you can do you got to try to get through it um hopefully that you've learned something from this podcast some do's and don'ts if you will and uh you'll be back here next year that's gonna do it for me thank you for checking out the latest edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle we'll catch you guys next time Five thousand.